Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Welcome back, listeners. This is your Mission Mill Spouse podcast, which was created 18 years ago as Army Wife Talk Radio, but has since expanded so drastically that we're now serving all military spouses within all branches and all components. We're here to help you navigate this military life with resources, solidarity, and even some fun. This is episode number 990, and I'm your host, Director of Administration, Sarah Robichaud. And I'm your Deputy Director of Podcast Production, Callie Bunter, joining Sarah today. We do our best to be authentic because, like many of you, we pursue progress over perfection by embracing the suck. We always have your back and are here to bring you the resources you need to thrive in your mill spouse life. On today's show, we're pumped to share an interview conducted by our Director of Content, Kathleen Parmler, as she chats with Carol Watanabe, founder and CEO of Defenders Gateway. As we jump into today's show content, we want to take a moment for an exciting shout out. Now introducing today's Mission Mill Spouse podcast partner, First Command Financial Services. That's right, Kelly. One of the highlights of our journey here at Mission Mill Spouse is to celebrate those supporting military spouses in big ways. Thank you so very much to First Command Financial Services for joining our mission to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to help them to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Mission Mill Spouse is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so we invite you to join us. Donating is simple. Check out our website, missionmillspouse.org, or if you're looking for high-impact reach, email partner at missionmillspouse.org, and we'll get a personalized conversation going. We appreciate your support. Hey, Sarah. I'm looking forward to hosting with you today. But before we get too far into this show, what's new with you? Oh, it is fully summertime here. um, And it is my favorite season because it is finally warm and it's sunny, but mostly because our schedule has really slowed down a lot from the chaos of the school year. Um, I've got two kids, both in elementary school, and um, it was just, we got here we PCS'd about two weeks before school started and it was kind of like jumping onto a moving train and it just did not stop for the entire school year. So we have finally slowed down and, um, you know, my kids can stay up later and have fun and spend more time outside and we just don't have to rush around as much. Um, last summer we PCS'd and my husband was TDY for probably the last three summers in a row. So this really feels like kind of a, a rare gem for us to have a summer where we're just staying put and just kind of enjoying sitting around in the the sunshine. Um, We do have a big vacation coming up that I'm slowly getting ready for. Uh, We're only here in Michigan for one full summer. So we are doing like a big 10 day road trip, um, kind of hitting some of the highlights all of our neighbors have told us about so that we can really enjoy a lot of what Michigan has to offer, um, which is apparently a lot. But uh, what about you, Callie? What is new with you? What's going on? Oh, that, that actually sounds really amazing. I love road trips. I know I I feel you right there because the last several summers, my husband's been in some sort, form or fashion, either deployed, like this summer he's deployed. Mm. And the last two summers he's been out in the field. He was an instructor. So he was out in the field the last two summers. So it, it's a lot of solo parenting during the summer here too. We're getting ready, uh, slowly starting to, uh, wind up deployment. We're in the hurry up and wait phase. Um, we just celebrated my husband's birthday and my daughter's getting ready to come home from visiting grandma and grandpa up in Missouri. Um, so it's been very quiet here at my house and I'm looking forward to having some, just some normal, um, getting ready for school to start at the end of the summer. Um, beginning of August will be school starting. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to that. Um, I, I am not one for the summer heat down here in Mississippi. It is Uh. humid. It is hot. It is miserable. Like you can look outside and just 
start sweating. It's it's (laughs) absolutely miserable. And I am, I'm ready for some fall weather. Yeah, I do love fall. I think after our first winter in Michigan, we were more than ready for the summer and we have really embraced it. But summer in Michigan is not the same as summer in Mississippi. Yeah, it's like uh, it's 100 100 degree humidity. 100% of the time is pretty much how it is here. It's it's just been it's been horrible. It was last week was worse than this week. And then it's it's raining all the time. Like we have random bouts of drought versus rain and it's it's just something else. <laughs> yeah. Are you um, anywhere near the Gulf Coast? Where in Mississippi are you located? Actually, I am on the Gulf Coast. Um, I am 30 minutes from the Gulfport Biloxi area. So I'm right between kind of Gulfport Biloxi and New Orleans. Okay. Um, I live right on the Louisiana state line. Okay. Very so nice. We're like I- 10 minutes, we're just like 10 minutes north of the interstate of I-10. So we're right here on the coast. Okay. I briefly stopped in Biloxi on our PCS from Fort Benning, which is now Fort Moore, um, out to Fort Bliss. We had stopped in Biloxi to kind of say goodbye to the, you know, to the ocean one last time before we headed into the desert. So I, I have been there before and I do know how hot it is. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it's like, it's just sticky. It is a, it is beautiful. Like one of my favorite parts of summer here in Mississippi is all of our farmer's market with all the fresh fruit and vegetables. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite thing. My town has a farmer's market that we have every Friday. So I can just like pop five minutes out front and go to the farmer's market. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm jealous. Well, one thing that I love about Mission Mill Spouse is when we get to take our URL online conversations and make them IRL or in real life. Thanks for giving us a glimpse into your Mill Spouse experience, Kelly. Thanks, Sarah. Let's keep our program rolling and welcome some of our other Mission Mill Spouse command team members to the mic. Time to tune in to Amy for her Moxie Minute and then on to our top news stories from Emma. Unlike our calendar plans, our commitment to serve military spouses is written in ink. Now continuing our 18-year legacy is Mission Mill Spouse Deputy Director of Empowerment with this week's Moxie Minute. Hey there, Mission Mill Spouse friends. This is Amy Fisher, back with your Moxie Minute today, and I just want to share a snippet of someone's real life, a fellow military spouse. I've asked her for permission to share. Do you guys ever have that friend that will just post something from their day and it's hilarious and you find yourself spitting your coffee out or laughing out loud so badly that your neighbors or whoever thinks you're crazy? No? Anyone? Oh, come on. Okay, fine. This friend of mine, we go way back, like Fort Polk, Louisiana, probably 16 years ago. And she's just got an amazing energy awesome facial expressions and all the stories that she tells. So I can just picture her face when she puts a Facebook post out there. And anybody remember that old TV show? Well, not that old, but Sarah, way back. It was called like Caroline in the city. And the girl would do a cartoon version of herself for the paper. I just feel like I can see my friend Teresa Easton in a cartoon version in what she calls her hot mom minivan running around in her daily life with her three kids. So I'm going to share one of her posts that she said I could share. And at the time, she was stationed at Fort Hunter Liggett, I think I'm saying that correctly, out in California. And you've got to know, though, she does not have the Southern accent that I do. So it comes out a little different. But still, I hope that you guys find the humor in it that I do. And here we go. It was 108 degrees yesterday. I usually roll my windows down simultaneously with the AC cranked as high as the good Lord and Honda will allow. I came to a four-way stop right before exiting the gate of the cantonment area. There was an entire convoy stopped to my direct left. They were there first, so I waited for them to go. The front vehicle waved me through, bless them. Before I could give it some gas to start moving, a soldier pops up out of the top of the roof from two vehicles back and roars, Just follow that bleeping minivan! And follow me they did, all 10 to 15 military vehicles. Now, I have never led a military convoy from my hot mom minivan before. I didn't get paid for my skills yesterday, and that's okay. I have a volunteer's heart. For about five miles outside of the cantonment area before we parted ways, I totally crushed it. I am now adding natural-born line leader to my resume. Okay, I tried to keep the straight face while reading that, but I can just picture that happening and being too funny. Teresa, thank you for sharing that moment of your day. You are just one of the ladies in my life that exemplifies Moxie. And spouses, having a laugh, 
we need to once in a while. This is what it's all about in our Mila Spouse lifestyle. Am I right? So if anybody has another story to share, I would love to hear it. Hit us up at the Empowerment Team at all the places, Facebook, Instagram, the blog, you know where. We'd love to hear from you. And until next week, spouses, you know you rock. Moxie up. No news is typically good news in this military life, except on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Here is our new six correspondent with this week's top stories. Howdy all and buckle up for this week's new six update. Marines left leaderless. Anyone who has been to their fair share of change of command ceremonies would have noticed things were a bit different at Marine General David Berger's ceremony last Monday. While he celebrated the end of a four-year stint as the Marine Commandant, there was no one to receive the colors or make the introduction speech as a new Commandant. Instead, his Assistant Commandant General Eric Smith accepted the colors, but no orders were read for him to assume the commands. The parade field now sounds empty with no one to take the reins for the first time in 113 years. Smith now stands in limbo, doing the duties of the Commandant, but not officially appointed as such, a job that the Senate holds. To make sure that there is no confusion, all orders, directives, and guidance in effect this morning remain in effect unless I direct otherwise, Smith told the crowd attending Berger's retirement ceremony. Further guidance to the force will follow. Berger could not stay and hold down the fort until an official assignment because protocol calls for no more than four years in the position. Smith's life has gotten a bit more stressful as he unofficially learns his new role while also doing his old job with no official staff to help delegate tasks. While the Senate grapples with political standstills, many major officer promotions are put on hold. In the meantime, the Senate is hoping to get around the standstill by voting on individual nominees one by one instead of needing a unanimous vote for all at the same time. I can give guidance to the force as the acting commandant, but it does not carry the same weight quite as commandant's planning guidance, Smith said. His official title is the one he has carried the last few years, ACMC. That is my title and one that I'm proud of, Smith said. You can also say devil dog, leatherneck, marine, or Trisha's husband. I respond to all, probably most proud of the last. The last time the Marines were commandantless was in 1910, when Major General George Elliott aged out of the job and the Marine Corps did not have a replacement ready. Major General William Biddle became Commandant three months later, according to Military Times. While the military is no stranger to being a playing card for the powers that be, here's hoping it reaches a happy ending soon and General Smith can add Commandant to his many titles. Find out more at MilitaryTimes.com. EFMP standardizes regulations. Exceptional family members programs families may soon see sunny skies ahead. This program exists in some form throughout every branch, but has always varied in policies and regulations from branch to branch, even duty station to duty station. This chaotic approach to the program has often caused more headaches than help to the 110,000 families that are enrolled. This headache may soon be a distant memory in the wake of new Defense Department guidance. This guidance is set to standardize regulations across all branches and locations. This will also spell out one clear and precise enrollment process, which also has often varied and led to more confusion than help. This is a welcome change for a program that is mandatory for beneficiaries that are eligible. This is exciting news for families enrolled in EFMP, said Patricia Montes Barron, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Military and Community Family Policy, in DOD's announcement of the changes. These enhancements demonstrate that we are listening and focusing on ways to help families thrive in military life. One of the most welcome changes in this new policy involves warm handoffs. This means the losing installations EFMP program will hand off the enrollee's case file to the gaining installation program. The hope is that this will decrease wait times for specialized care and help the members transition from one base to another smoothly. A 2022 survey showed that families are waiting an average of four months to resume specialized care when they PCS. Enrollment in EFMP provides families access to critical services and support, no matter their service branch or location. We will continue our work to enhance EFMP to better serve our military families, said Gilbert R. Cisneros Jr., 
Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness in the DoD announcement. The assignment coordination process will also be improved, becoming more open and clear with the families about the process and the ins and outs. This ensures the family's special needs are considered during the assignment process, said Tamisha S. Barnes, Associate Director of DoD's Office of Special Needs in the announcement. Enhancements include each service branch using the same criteria for determining the availability of services and the ability for service members to request a second review of assignment decisions. Importantly, service members now learn the reason for declined orders, Barnes said. Other changes are as follows. At least one personal contact with every family must be completed each year by the EFMP family support provider assigned to them. Requirements for disciplining a family from EFMP are spelled out. Respite care changes will be implemented in a phased approach. While EFMP does much good, it can also leave families feeling stranded and isolated. These new protocols are looking good and if implemented well, can make EFMP a much less daunting ordeal. Find out more at militarytimes.com. Meet the summertime blues with Blue Star Museums. Did you know that museums around the country offer free admission for military service members and their families from Memorial Day to Labor Day? Sponsored by the National Endowment of the Arts and Blue Star Families, museums generously donate their time, spaces, and resources for our military families every summer in what has become one of my favorite summer pastimes. Blue Star Museums invites military personnel and their families to experience the many wonders of our nation's museums have to offer, whether it's a glimpse into the past, an encounter with awe-inspiring art, or a moment of discovery, said Maria Rosario Jackson, PhD, Chair of the National Endowment for the Arts. These opportunities enrich the lives of military families and build meaningful connections within their local communities. Museums are a spectacular place to find a sense of belonging, create connections, and have meant so much to my family over the years, said Kathy Rothdeket, founder and CEO of Blue Star Families. That is why this partnership means so much to me personally and since 2010 to the Blue Star Families organization. We are proud to partner with the National Endowment of the Arts for another great year of Blue Star Museums across the country. There is no sign up or enrollment necessary. Just show your government issued military ID card and you are on your way. You can find all the museums listed at arts.gov. It's a perfect way to get out there and explore your new area after a PCS, occupy kiddos during deployment, or go on an SFRG field trip. My family and I have been to children's museums, living history museums, art museums, and science museums through this program. So get out there and check out these amazing museums and maybe learn a little this summer break. Find out more at arts.gov. This day in history. On July 17, 1955, Disneyland opened its doors in Anaheim, California. This pioneer of a park opened the door to Disney theme parks being built all over the world, including Florida, Paris, Tokyo, and Shanghai. This was the only Disney park, however, that Walt Disney himself got to see open. His vision started as a small entertainment center adjacent to his film studio in Burbank, California, but his dream soon outgrew a movie lot space and the plans were moved to an orange grove outside of the city. The park has been visited by over 17 million people and employs 65,700 people to keep the park up and running. Fun fact, future president Ronald Reagan anchored the opening ceremonies of the park as he was a friend of Walt and still very much in his television era. It probably was the highlight of his life, including becoming president. Don't fact check me on that. Unfortunately for Walt, the opening day was a bit of a disaster and called Black Sunday by Disney executives. Some hiccups include people climbing over fences to get in. This made it go way over max capacity. Asphalt still wet that ladies' heels were sinking into it. Parents throwing their kids over lines to get on the carousel and a plumber strike that led to no working water fountains at the park. Walt decided to take this disaster in stride by declaring that opening day was just a run-through, and the real opening day was the following day, July 18th, which ran much smoother. Sure, Walt. That's it for me. I'm Emma Tai with News 6, where information empowers. Thanks to our command team for going the extra mile to bring us these oh-so-encouraging and interesting sound bites each week. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll hear the interview with Carol Watanavi. We can't wait. Stay tuned.
Mission Mill Spouse, formerly known as Army Wife Network, is continuing our exceptional and long-standing legacy. Now serving all spouses of all branches, we are the longest-running military spouse podcast currently broadcasting our 18th season. In fact, we will break 1,000 episodes in 2023. Don't miss an installment. Subscribe on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or catch our twice-weekly podcast on the podcast app of your choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Remember, we've been there. You aren't alone. We've got your six. Welcome Mission Mill Spouse podcast listeners. I'm Kathleen Palmer, your director of content here at Mission Mill Spouse, and I'm excited to be bringing you today's episode that will empower and educate you. Today's guest is Carol Watanabe, founder and CEO of Defenders Gateway. Carol is the founder and CEO of Little Patriots Embrace and Defenders Gateway, both St. Louis-based organizations that serve military members and their families. She is a dynamic businesswoman with a long history of supporting the military-connected community. She retired from a marketing career over 20 years ago to dedicate her time to her family and their business. She did all this while ensuring that Little Patriots Embraced thrived, as well as establishing Defenders Gateway to embrace military veterans and first responders and offer free resources for them and their families. Carol, welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Thank you, Kathleen. It's great to be here. Gosh, you got a lot going on. I'm just looking at your resume. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> uh, not very much. <laughs> Well, I, I, your schedule sounds incredible, but what you do for our community is so much appreciated. So we're going to start with the question that kind of brought you to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast, and that is, would you care to elaborate on why you built Defenders Gateway? You know, this goes back um, to my days um, in early in the charity. I have served uh, military children for over 19 years at Little Patriots Embraced. I was the founder of that uh, children's charity, and throughout the years... I had some amazing experiences with, directly with the families, uh, mainly the younger families. Uh, we dealt with the younger children. We have reading programs and bike programs for the military kids. We have a, a fitness program that we take to military bases, and we're still very actively doing that. And the experiences I had with the families, I just felt there was something missing that I personally would like to do to help them, especially financially. I thought, if we could do anything at all, um, you know, to help them out. So I came up with the idea one day and um, I decided I need to bring together and create a resource type hub, uh, somewhere where they could go to receive not only the discounts, which, you know, they're everywhere now, right. but everything else that they're in need of, you know, uh, they have to go to separate places to find jobs and information and and, and on and on, and, and um, the World Wide Web is very wide. So I thought, <laughs> I'm going to create something that'll give back, and this will be the purpose. And I created Defenders Gateway from that, and I, I'm very proud of where we are today with that. Uh, we're well into it. Version 1 has been out for quite some time. Um, I'm trying to get version 2 out. It should be within the next 30 days. And it is going to wow all of our members that are already on Defenders Gateway app. Well, so actually, uh, actually, it's a wonderful resource, and it will be amazing what you'll find on there for your family. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you real quick um, when I was trying to find a break in there to tell you or to ask you. So in a nutshell, Defenders Gateway is an app, and it, it encompasses different resources from all over um, could you maybe elaborate a little bit more on exactly what it is for those listeners who have not been on it? Yeah, um, we are actually we are actually call our organization the Defenders Network. We're building a national network. Okay. And as part of that network, the app is a part of it. We created that for our members who are all defenders. So when we say this, it's military, veterans, all first responders, and their entire family. It can be their parents and their children. And a way to be able to get those resources to them is the app. It's called Defenders Gateway App. It can be found on the Apple Store or Google Play. It's free. Uh, there is a vetting system that we created to make sure there is no stolen honor because we have created this for your listeners and their families, not for the general public. So on the app, they will find currently on version one, they're going to find restaurants and other uh, type of businesses like that. 
hair salons, uh, dry cleaners, uh, many other businesses that want to give back and want to honor you um, and honor all of our defenders for their um, support of our, our nation and our communities. And that's what it's really about. It's about honoring and giving back. And um, not only discounts, but there, we have a job board that we just created, version two. It's going to be active. You'll be able to look for jobs. If you're looking for a job board, that job board will be listed under job listing. So it, it can go right to their Defenders Gateway app, find anything that they need, touch on it, and go right to that website. Uh, we are adding a kids' corner. We are so excited about that. There'll be games and everything family-friendly. Uh, on this kids' corner for kids. Um, we will have, uh, we are currently already have a health and wellness uh, section of the app. We've listed all the VA hospitals and clinics, and there's several others across the country that are very uh, doing very innovative health care, um, working with special situations. So we want to find the things that are uh, just phenomenal for you in the way of health care. Um, very innovative things and put them on the app so that you can find them regardless of where they are. Uh, you'll need to, when you get onto the app, it's really important that they know this. Um, they have to be verified. It's very simple. I and mean, you verify one time and then any of your children who want to uh, upload the app, um, they don't have to go through any verification. Just one member of the family, either, either the spouse or uh, the deployed uh, person or, or the other way around. One, one adult needs to download from a household. And once they download and get registered, then the rest of the family can get on and they do not need to be verified. Okay. So that, that's something that I wanted to let everybody know. Um, the parents included, so they can even get on, on board. So this resource is free, correct? Absolutely free. Okay. Um, and that's what I think is pretty amazing about it. And when I went onto your website, I saw all the things that were coming soon. I'm like, wow, because you're right. You have all these different um, organizations that do different things and you have to go to all these different things and they all kind of sound the same at some point. So you get a little confused, <laughs> at least I do anyway. Um, so the fact that you have these all together in one network is pretty amazing. Um, and I saw on there that you have two different like portals to get in and one is for business businesses, business supporters, and then obviously for the defenders. So what type of business supporters um, do you find you have on the network? Well, they would be all of the restaurants, all of the dry cleaners, and any um, business out there, we approach them. And if they want to join us and get on board this network, uh, because they want to honor them, that's basically why they want to do it. They want to give back. And so they, we will place them on the app and they'll become a business supporter. And those business supporters will support this network. Um, we do charge them a very small fee. It's like a cup of coffee a day for them to be on this. It's nothing. And we do that because we're not a, it's not, this, this project is not about making anyone millionaires, right? Right. It's bringing all of these resources, wonderful resources that are out there that uh, a lot of times you can't find them because you don't know where to look. You know, as you said, there are so many resources out there. And our job is to vet those resources. So when you do go on the app, you can be sure that we have been very diligent in, in what businesses we allow to be on this because we do not just put any business on our network. Um, there'll be the businesses that we believe that will be beneficial to you, you and your family. That's what we put on the network. And uh, we're very proud of what we have so far. And we will continue with those pretty strict uh, uh, rules when it comes to uh, the businesses. Also, I wanted to mention, and if you've been on our website, you've also seen that and on version two of the app, we have a listing of nonprofits. Uh, you might ask yourself, where does that come in? Mm -hmm. The nonprofits um, we feel so strongly about. I personally, of course, have had my nonprofit for 19 and a half years serving the children. And we're very proud of the fact that we've served over 90,000 military children since 2004. Wow. And we have an array of programs that we put on. And uh, the whole idea is to, to let these kids know they serve too. Recognize them for serving too with medals and, and, and doing some programs at, at the military bases whenever we can afford to raise money to get there. And all of those, those things that we do. And I bet personally that the other nonprofits that are listed. You're not going to find every nonprofit on our listing. 
Uh, the ones that are on there are doing their mission and um, they're legitimate. Um, and I, I hate to use that word, but there are many out there that aren't. And there's no. some bigger names that you've heard of. You know, sometimes it sounds really good. And then when you dive deep, you realize there's not much behind it. And some of your, the, some of the nonprofits that you have on your, that listed on your website are some of our partner uh, posters too. So I, I know for sure that you have some amazing ones on there, but that is a real legitimate worry, I think, for military families, because you hear about scams and things like that all the time. No, and I don't ever want to have that happen. And so I personally, myself, that. Uh, and look into the nonprofits and speak with the people. Uh, and there's another reason behind that, because Defenders Gateway wants to support those nonprofits. So um, when I created this whole network, which I consider it's a big circle, and it comes back around, um, the nonprofits are a big part of what we're doing. We want the businesses that we bring on board to also support those nonprofits that are out supporting you and your families, right? Yep. So... What we're doing is introducing those businesses to the nonprofits that are legitimate out there. So, and we are also, you know, as a company, we want to support them too. So, um, I just think it's a, it's a win-win for everyone. Uh, we we definitely decided from the very beginning that this project we will never charge a penny to our um, heroes, to our defenders and their families. This is something that we are giving back because we truly want everyone out there to know that we love them and we respect them for what they do for our country and, and for our communities. Oh, that's awesome. And I love I love that you include the first. Res- I mean, I love that it's a whole circle of defenders, like one category. I think that's amazing with all the different things in there. Um, and speaking of categories, we're going to move into the app a little bit because I want to talk about it because I got real excited about some of the categories that are on your app. And especially you had all the military spouses when you mentioned, you know, hair salons that do military discounts. That's our biggest thing every time we move is trying to find somewhere. I'm looking at all the categories on the app um, and I see that you have transition assistance, health and wellness, coaching and counseling, financial assistance, mental illness, um, which, you know, suicide, PTSD, and then family spouse support. Did I miss one? Um, well, I would say that you got most of it on the <laughs> app itself. I wanted to point out something on those categories. We have okay. physical locations listed. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the reason we list it that way is because we want everyone to know that we, have, we, have, we are ge- geo-based. So if they, if they open up the app and they choose, uh, they want to see what's close to them. They can see what's close to them when they open the app. And if they want to go to a physical location, they see a restaurant that's close by or a hair salon, they can touch that listing. They'll have a they'll have either an option of calling with a button or directions. And it goes right into their maps and will lead them right to that location. So many most of our listings, our business listings, will be geo-driven like that, which wow. is a really big convenience for you, right? Especially Absolutely. if you just move to a new location, you're new, newly located, you don't know your way around the town, I mean, and things like that. So it's very helpful. Uh, we also have website listings, which are all of, a lot of these different stores that are just um, just web, web-based. You know, they don't have a, a brick and mortar. So uh, those, those will be. But all, all of those categories, you are absolutely correct. Those are our categories. And it is a lot of work, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't and imagine, Carol. <laughs> so, so this is one thing I hope everyone out there will listen. Please download the app, download it, join our network, and help us to grow. We really need everyone out there to download and help us to grow because it helps us. As they get on board, it just motivates us even more to push harder, to get more and more of those businesses on because we know we're not across the United States yet, but I can promise you we will be. That is our mission. No, I believe a million plus uh, resources on this for you. So it's uh, it's a, a great undertaking. And yes, as far as those categories, they're very important, all of them. And as far as the military spouse part of it, you know, the jobs will be excellent for them. Uh, we'll have other other things coming that will help the military spouses in particular. I know with as they move and relocate, jobs are always a big part of their, you know, uh, what they're looking for. 
Definitely jobs, but you know, some of our listeners, um, and especially our command team, when we talked about the interview, um, a lot of a lot of our listeners are really more they are definitely job driven, but also the health and wellness area of the app is becoming a big, a big like, you know, attraction for them as well. So could you share a little more about that? What's on the health and wellness section? Yes, we have uh, the basics, which is the VA. Okay, we have clinics, VA hospitals, and things like that. We have uh, currently about maybe 100 to 150 other health uh, care locations that are scattered all over the country. And so, um, and I can't even tell you exactly those locations. I know that a lot of them are in the Midwest and they're also South right now, Florida. But we are very, very excited about as we build the health and wellness. And we totally agree with that, that our, our focus is on health and wellness right now. I have designated one person to be out looking. Uh, for very innovative uh, health and wellness, you know, um, locations and things. So, and I can also tell you um, that spas will be a part of that. So different type of spas, chiropractic, um, and we have a lot coming. I think we have close to 200,000 more locations coming on version two as we open it. Oh my gosh. And when is version two coming out? Uh, We hope within the next 30 days. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but, but please download now. Get ready because all you'll have to do is update it when you get it. and You'll be able to see the difference. And it's going to be quite a difference. We have a new layout, a new design, uh, a new search that is easier for everyone to search and find what they're looking for. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We will have podcasts and of course we'll have Mission No Spouse. Well, I hope. Yeah. So, um, yes, we have we'll have podcasts and and those things that we feel will be of interest to the family. Carol, it is amazing because building a network to me like that that is it's just like a foreign language. It's it's amazing to hear about Defenders Gateway and the work that you have accomplished building this network to support our nation's military veterans and first responders. And listeners, I'm going to give you some information, but don't panic. As always, it's in the show notes. If you would like to learn more about Defenders Gateway and the work that Carol and her team have put into the resource app, you can connect with them through social media through their handle Defenders Gateway and on their website www.defenders-gateway.com. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Carol and learn more about Defenders Gateway and their mission to support families of our American heroes. Whether you're about to move to your first duty station or finally finishing up your 20 years, First Command's personal financial coaches are with you every step of the way. Your financial coach will work with you on setting, planning, and working towards your financial goals, big or small. Visit firstcommand.com to learn more about how the process works or how to set up an appointment with a financial coach near you. Our mission is to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Whether you are an individual, a Fortune 500 company, or somewhere in between, join us on our mission. Make your tax-deductible contribution at missionmillspouse.org, or if you're a business interested in sharing your product or services with our more than 100,000 followers, email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Military spouses around the world, thank you for your support. Welcome back, listeners. We're continuing our conversation with Carol Watanabe, who is here today to talk to us about Defenders Gateway, a collective resource spot for our first responder and military communities. Okay, Carol, we're going to jump back into the conversation. Um, we talked a little bit about the nonprofits, um, but is there is there anything else that you want to tell us about that? So if a nonprofit is looking to join your network, do you have any type of advice? We have a lot of nonprofit listeners out there. Yes, uh, absolutely. What they would do is contact us directly. Okay, they would go to info, I-N-F-O, at defenders-gateway.com. And they can submit. Also, they can go on to our website. We have a business website that I want to mention, if everyone would write this down. It's www.thedefendersnetwork.com. And this site is mainly for the businesses that are out there looking at us. 
And there is an area right on that uh, website under under our venue called businesses. And there's one called nonprofits. So they can go on to any one of those pages and reach out to us. And again, it will be the same email address, which is info at defenders-gateway.com. Okay. And we would be happy to take a look at their nonprofit. That's awesome. And you know, for nonprofits listening, I also I'm gonna I'm gonna have our sound engineers go back and put these in the show notes too. So if you didn't catch that. Just look at the show notes at the end of the podcast and you'll be able to see all of the links, the emails, and then the links for you to get into the website that Carol had mentioned. Okay, so that also brings us into kind of a nice segue into what you mentioned earlier when we talked about, you know, starting the network. And that's about the virtual ID, which I think is very important to everybody that's built into the app. I am so excited to talk about this. I created a virtual ID. So what is that? <laughs> Um, we ha I have a patent pending on this virtual ID. I'm very proud of the work that I've done with my technology uh, department to create it. And I'm utilizing it on only the Defenders Gateway app. And what that does is, um, when I mentioned that everyone downloads, they go to get verified, it's very simple, they prove who they are one time. And then, by the way, I want everyone to know that whatever that identification you use to let us know who you are, our system automatically approves you and deletes that bit of information. Nothing is ever held in our system as far as your driver's license or back of your driver's license or any other type of ID that you would give to us. We don't keep that. Okay, that's you know, we're, we are a very high-tech <laughs> and very uh, secure um, in what we are creating. Um, we have a whole group of people that only work with the security of this. And why do we do that? Because we want the best for you. And um, we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing by you. And um, so the virtual ID is an identification virtually. Um, when you get into the app, after you download it, and right now it's in the upper right-hand corner. On version 2, we may be moving the location of it, but it's called V, as in Victor, ID, V-I-D, the initials. Click onto that. It will take you to the virtual ID itself, and you'll be able to upload your own picture from your phone. You're actually going to use this as a, as a virtual ID, as an ID that will build on the app and open. As soon as you tap on the directions where you're going, once you get to the location, the virtual ID, you can open it, and you can use this to prove your identity and who you are. You don't wow. have to pull out anything else out of your purse. You don't have to find an ID. You don't have to be with your husband to shop. You know, right. No, that's. I'm sure making it simpler for to, for anything with an ID would be great. I once said I would have my husband's social tattooed on my arm if it made it easier in my life. You know, <laughs> it's very convenient, and we did it for convenience because of all the stories that I heard through the last 19 years <laughs> from the spouses, and now that you know a lot of them have their own ID. Yes, they do. It's yeah. not as difficult as it used to be. But I, did, I was determined early on when I thought of doing this that I'm going to have something for, for the spouses. You know, this has got to, it's got to stop. You know, when he's overseas, you need to be able to shop. That's know? right. <laughs> You're darn right we do. So that's about, that's the virtual ID. I'm, I'm very proud of that. And I think it's a very uh, convenient, um, you know, uh, feature to the app. Well, and I, you mentioned a little bit about stolen valor, and I think that is such a such such, such a heart wrenching thing for people to you know to know too. And there are people out there that are going to take advantage of it. So it's really comforting to know that all those things are protected. Oh, and we've had fun with that. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> well, we have fun with that because everything comes through our system. We have people that that manage the back end. We've created this is not just an app. This is a custom built app that supports a network. Right. So behind that network, we're able to see when there's downloads. We can save the download. We can approve the download or disapprove the download. And um, and also, if you choose not to get verified immediately right after you get on the app, you will get an email notification telling you you have seven days to give us proof of who you are. And, you know, it, it's very important to me. You know, you're absolutely right. And this is built um, for our heroes and our heroes' families. This is not for the general public, and I um, I think more and more people, as they hear about us, when we, we get bigger and, and people know more about us, I think they'll respect that. 
I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. And I think that's something the military community, they trust each other. And, and even in the first responder community, they're so tight knit as well, sometimes even more tight knit than the military community seems to be. Um, so I think that you, you're absolutely right. I think that will will help grow it and, and feel secure about it. So, um, well, you kind of already led into my my last couple questions, and that's um, you talked about a future update on the Defender Gateway app. You're coming out with a version two of the app with all those amazing categories. Is there anything else that you want to tell us about future updates or things that you'd like to include or hope to? You know, I think we I've talked a little bit about it, but I, just as a reminder, version two is going to be fabulous because I want you to get version one so that you can see the difference in the work that we have put in for you in version two. Uh, the Kids Corner is going to be phenomenal, and I would like to reach out right now to all of your listeners, and please, if you've got any ideas, get on to download version one, and when you open up your virtual ID, there is a little area where you can, it's really meant for if you go to a location like a restaurant, and they're not on our app, not on our system, our network, you can suggest that we contact them. So oh, okay. right in the app, you can push a button. You can tell us where you're at uh, and what is the name of the restaurant, what's the location, and we would love to have this added to the app. We will contact that location and get them on board. And not only that, you can also utilize that same direct communication coming from the Defender Gateway app and you, any other suggestions you might have. If you have a suggestion for our kids' corner, I'm looking for more suggestions of family-friendly games and other things that we can add uh, directly for the kids. That's really great. And that's, and I love that you are accepting input to build the app. Cause I think that really makes something truly useful is where you are, you know, actually seeking that, you know, that feedback. And I imagine with your other nonprofit work, you do have a very good sense of what kids need. It sounds like you've done a great job um, through the, the Patriots uh, network that you created and I, or not network, excuse me, the other nonprofit that you work with, uh, Little Patriots Embrace. I'm sorry, I was reaching for the name for a second. Um, I'm sure you have a good background um, in what kids need, especially our, the kids of our heroes. Could I say a little something about Little Patriots Embrace? Oh, please do. would love it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm a founder of that organization. You know, my heart um, is there, and it will always be with Little Patriots Embrace. I've had the most uh, phenomenal experiences across this country at military bases with these children. Um, I love your children. I want your audience to hear that. Oh, that's uh, awesome. We really love your children, and we will continue on with what we're doing uh, we have an event coming up. We're taking kids from Scott Air Force Base to uh, the Grizzly Baseball Stadium on the 29th of July. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> around the corner. Just around the corner. So uh, we're real excited about that. We we have different activities and things that we do. And a lot of these kids that we have chosen to come, they've never been inside of a stadium before. And this is important to us. You know, it's important that they get to experience the things that are around them. Um, I know that in the military life, and I've experienced this through the years, many families moving from, from place to place and being relocated, it's difficult on the kids. And a lot of our programs that we we put on for Little Patriots Embrace are very geared toward the children who are relocated, you know, pretty regularly. Um, we have phenomenal uh, a fitness director and um, a mentor for the kids that is involved in our program. And... Um, I'm very proud of the work that we've done over the 19 and a half years. And um, that's one thing. If you want to know what I really love, you probably think, oh, she loves Defender's Gateway and her project. And yes, I do. Yes, I do. And that's my legacy. I'll live behind. But um, I don't think I could ever stop uh, being a direct participant in Little Patriots Embrace because of your kids. Well, we appreciate that organization too. And I know that our audience and our listeners are very familiar with Little Patriots Embrace. And I mean, not just the teddy bear aspect, but you're doing fitness um, uh, training and things for kids on like, I think it's kids on the go. You go to different bases, right? You do those yes, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. We have a military youth tour and we take it around the country. And that kind of stuff is so important. I think anything to support the families because being in the military, being in the military life or being in the um, first responder life, it really is it affects the entire family. And so I think caring about that family from pets all the way up to spouses, I think is super important. So uh, we appreciate everything you have done with both organizations. 
Um, and I'm going to move into my last uh, question. And I think we talked a little about it and listeners, uh, all the information will be in the show notes, but if, is there anywhere else that you would like our listeners to go to find out more information about the organizations? Yes. The most important thing that they can do is to visit our website for Little Patriots Embraced. It's www.littlepatriotsembraced.org. And I would love for you to go visit there and drop us a note right from the website. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're looking for us to come to your base, please put a note out and uh, have your family readiness person or someone on base, um, you know, get a hold of us. Because we have a, a short list right now, and we're looking for what we're going to be doing in 2024. So, you know, please do that. On the Defenders Gateway side, um, download the app because you'll see everything there. And please watch us grow and enjoy that. Version 2 coming out, it might even be out by the time, um, you know, it could be out very shortly. Um, you might even, and when you do download, you might even get right into um, uh, version two. Uh, we might surprise you and do it overnight. But uh, there is one thing that I want to, um, I want to, I want to leave this as a takeaway. I'm older now. I've been through a lot. I've owned a, a, a marketing company that was successful. I sold it 20 years ago, and I chose the nonprofit world. I purposely chose that. I could still be, you know, still in my company and still be doing that. I ended up turning right around, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and give my age away. Uh, at 67, I started Defender's Gateway. Don't be afraid to take on a big mission, if I could leave any bit of advice or anything else. Because, you know, there, and if you just remember this, there is no limit to the amount of good you can do if you don't care who gets the credit. Wow. Um, and that is Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Okay? And I live by those words. And I think that is, you know, it's so funny you said that because we we were talking about the other day in a team meeting about that too. And anytime you collaborate with people, it's, you know, it really becomes a we thing or an us thing. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter where their original idea came from. And I think we talked about that. So what a great piece of advice, uh, Carol, it's been really amazing having you on our show today. And thank you for sharing more about Defenders Gateway and Little Patriots Embrace and the Defender Network. You are correct. Navigating military life is difficult and these resources available, they're invaluable. They are absolutely invaluable and to have them all in one space, even better. So as always- And that's what this is all about. We're trying to help. Absolutely. And, And we thank you very much for serving our community and for sharing your resources with our listeners today. Well, thank you, Kathleen. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Thank you again to today's guest. We wish her all the best as she grows the Defenders Network to serve our military and first responder communities. And please, when you get off this podcast, go download the app. And now back to our hosts in the virtual studio. Par for the course for yet another excellent interview. Thanks again to Carol Watanabe for joining us this week and sharing her resource Defenders Gateway with us. If you would like to connect with Carol or Defenders Gateway, you can check them out online at their website, www.defenders-gateway.com or on social media through their handle, Defenders Gateway, one word. You can download their app on Google Play or the App Store. And if you have any trouble getting verified on the app, feel free to reach out to Carol on their website for help. She's very friendly and helpful. All right, Kelly, let's talk about what stood out to you in this interview. I think the first thing that may have stood out to me is that it's so impressive that Carol's been supporting military families in the nonprofit sector for over 20 years. Mm. Like it's, it's common to know that nonprofit sector has been around for a long time. But in the military community, you think about it, and really, there hasn't been a lot of nonprofits. Mm. And for that to be 20 years of nonprofit, of constant and consistent nonprofit work. Yeah, that's an excellent point that she's just been getting after it and working hard to support military families for um, three decades is really astounding and um, definitely a big thanks to Carol for all of her work and her dedication have you downloaded the app yet? I did. Um, I have it downloaded. Um, I kind of live in an area that's a bit removed from the military, so I wasn't able to dive into it as much as I wanted. Um, but I do know that listening to the 
interview and how many different services they offer on the app that they are all there. And it really is astounding just um, the list of of services that they offer and resources, you know, health and wellness and mental health and um family spouse support and the jobs board is what I was really interested in that they they have job listings based on your area which I think is really helpful especially for a spouse who maybe has just relocated and really needs to hit the ground running with a job Um, and I really like the conversation about stolen valor and um, how they verify who is using the app to make sure that it is reaching their target market and then it's not being used by people who it's not really meant for so I, I appreciated that a lot. Oh, definitely. And I mean, the virtual ID that she she's patenting this virtual ID and mm-hmm. to, to keep things secure and to keep things consistent. That's just that's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And they have um, it's a drop down menu of the documents that they accept to verify you. And it's quite a, a good list. So um, I think if you're a service member, either active duty or retired, or you're a first responder, there is probably a document on that list that you have access to, um, to easily get verified. You won't have to go digging through boxes of paperwork. So it was a pretty easy process. That's absolutely amazing because the easier, the better, right? Like everything in the military life is just a little bit harder than it is in normal, you know, in like for civilians. And so having something that's actually easy and is truly a good solid resource for our families is awesome. And we are so happy that they were able to be uh, on our podcast this week. Ah, military life resources and great people, two of my favorite things. Speaking of resources and people, this week's Resource Recon is all about PCS season and TRICARE changes. Blogger Rebecca Dills writes in her latest, as the summer begins, household goods are being packed and shipped to new places all over the world. The excitement of a new duty station also brings the dread of transferring your TRICARE health care, which can be daunting when managing multiple family members. Below are some tips to help ease your TRICARE stress. Rebecca goes on to discuss several PCS-related TRICARE challenges, such as changes to your enrollment, finding new providers, and what to do if you receive a bill. To learn more, check out the full blog at missionmillspouse.org backslash PCS season and TRICARE changes. Sarah, have you ever had any experiences dealing with challenges with TRICARE when PCSing? Oh, geez. Yes. Who hasn't? I mean, it kind of comes with, you know, the territory of moving, right? Um, Our most recent PCS, we, like I said, we're up in Michigan. We're kind of remote. Um, We are still on prime, but um, trying to find anything military related has been really challenging. Um, I guess trying to find a provider to begin with that accepts TRICARE at all, um, but then also trying to find one that understands kind of the nuances and how to work with TRICARE has been really challenging for us. Um, For example, my daughter, um, we recently found out that she needs a hearing aid and her doctors are completely just uninformed when it comes to how the process works with TRICARE and claims and getting reimbursed. And it has actually involved Uh, My husband and I doing a lot of the legwork ourselves, which is, it's good that we've been in for 12 years and we kind of know how to work the TRICARE system, but we've still had to do a lot of it ourselves, which would not have been the case, you know, had we been on like a a military installation. How about you, Kelly? Um, I am actually one of those, one of those odd birds with uh, the military. We have actually been stationed here for, since 2014, going on 10 years now. Wow. Um, yeah, we are, we're in, my husband's in the Navy, he's a CB. And so we are able to homestead in a lot of locations. Cool. Um, and we've been homesteaded here since we transferred from Georgia to here in 2014. And we've been here ever since, but we live far enough from base to where we, while we're still prime, we're prime remote mm-hmm. because we're, halfway, we're over 30 miles, over 45 minutes from the nearest installation. So I've had my fair share of experiences dealing with TRICARE and being out in town out on the network. Um, It's definitely a challenge. Being a diabetic myself, it's it's definitely a challenge trying to get into specialty care and all of that on TRICARE. 
Yeah, I feel that it's uh, especially when you are not on a military base, it's uh, it can be challenging to find providers within network and then providers that are even I, I find a lot of um, I feel like hesitancy with providers out in town to even take us on because I feel like they have this idea of what TRICARE is and they kind of know that it's a little more difficult to work with and they don't even really want to let us walk in the door sometimes. Oh, definitely. I, I think that's the biggest problem that I have is trying to find somewhere that accepts it mm-hmm. and trying to find somewhere that will not only accept it, but also with the pharmacies, trying to get my prescription at a pharmacy because our local military installation does not accept outside prescriptions. Oh, of course. And then the furthest military installation from us, the next one over, it takes me an hour to get there. And so I'm having to go out on the network, but half of our small town pharmacies, TRICARE has dropped. Oh no, that's a challenge. Oh yeah. And so it's definitely, it's definitely good to have tips and tricks like what Rebecca writes in her blog on how to get more information. Yes, absolutely. Our band of bloggers work so hard to bring us um, this kind of empowering information. And this was certainly no exception. So a huge thanks to Rebecca for that. Our final fantastic resource for today comes from our Director of Empowerment, Amanda Bignes, with her Empowerment Patrol report, showcasing our everyday empowerment recipient. Let's listen in. We here at Mission Mill Spouse never doubt the strength of our military spouse tribe. Here is our Director of Empowerment with this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. This is your Director of Empowerment, Amanda Bickney, bringing you this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Today we are showcasing our everyday empowerment recipient, Maureen Haney. Nominated by Jolene, we've learned that Maureen is a military brat turned mill spouse. She has been instrumental in spreading the word all around the world about a free online tutoring service for military families through tutor.com forward slash military. Not only do we connect on our shared love of supporting military families, but our parents also live in the same small town in Wisconsin. Maureen can always make me smile. She is creative, and I appreciate her depth and knowledge of the military community. How lucky am I to know her? On behalf of Mission Mill Spouse, thank you so much, Maureen, for doing your part to empower military families all across the globe. Until next time, I'm Amanda Bickneys reminding you that empowered spouses empower spouses. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are our primary focus. We have more than 2,600 blogs with topics including PCS, parenting, career guidance, humor, deployment, and more. Whether you're dating a service member, have just said I do as a new spouse, or are a seasoned spouse with a whole collection of PCS stickers on your furniture, we have something for you. But hey, don't just take our word for it. I'm Lindsay, and when my husband joined the military, I was completely lost when it came to assimilating to military life and culture. This organization made me feel like I had support, a new community I could lean on, and equip me with invaluable information about military spouse life. Tap into all of our empowering resources at missionmillspouse.org or follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Millspouse. Congratulations, Maureen Haney. We'll be in touch soon. Thanks for your empowerment within the military community. As they say, time flies when you're empowering military spouses. As we near this episode's conclusion, note that we drop not just one, but two podcast episodes per week. Tune in each Thursday for a shorter version of our podcast when our command team members get personal and chat about their lessons, lives, and challenging moments within their military spouse lives. Mark your calendars for our next full-length episode when we chat with Julie Eshelman about navigating military life and infertility. It'll be another amazing show to join our extensive collection. Can't wait. As we wrap up, we would like to thank our podcast partner for their support, First Command Financial Services. If you would like to support our mission, please consider donating to our cause. Remember, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Also, we invite you to consider joining us on our mission in other ways. We are always seeking bloggers to contribute once a month submissions. All spouses from all branches and all components are welcome. 
Finally, if you have a resource that applies to military spouses, inquire about being a guest on our podcast. Our seasons book up quickly, so don't wait. Email hello at missionmillspouse.org or send us a direct message on any social media outlet. Whether you're stateside, overseas, or temporarily living in a hotel with your service member, two dogs, a cat, and three kids, please remember that we are here to help you navigate your military life journey. We're cheering you on. No matter what you're facing, we want you to, to remember that we've been there and you are not alone. We've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.